If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? You're listening to episode 189 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host and 64 Josh, my player two tonight. Miss Click, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome, welcome. Oh, so, so very good to have you. Guys, we have, there's so much to talk about. I've actually cut some of the stuff out of this show because it's it's going to be crazy. We're going to try to keep it to an hour. So uh, before we jump into this, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. You want to get yourself, save 10 bucks on a gaming chair, go to n64josh.com slash OPC. You automatically save $10. All right. You want to help support the content I'm doing? Patreon.com slash n64josh. And if you'd like to pick up my new book, Another Castle, go to n64josh.com slash another castle. With that, we're going to jump right to the announcements. Hey, listen. All right. So to keep the announcement short, if you go to n64josh.com slash calendar, you can see my stream schedule. You can see our community game nights. You can see the Mario Kart tournament, the Smash Bros tournament, everything that's happening. n64josh.com slash calendar. Yeah, so much stuff, right? I used to talk like 10 minutes, just announcements. So we're at a, <laughs> we're at a minute 30 right now, and we're going we're gonna to get right to... Uh, uh, we're going to talk, we're going to talk a little news first, and then we're going to talk about, talk about Miss Click, and I'm so excited. So here we go. We're going to jump to the news. Okay. So we had a pretty interesting event today at GDC. Google decided to say, Hey, welcome to the future of gaming in the cloud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you you saw a little bit about this. You kind of, you know, like you. you it was all over Twitter. Yeah. So that's how I mainly found out about it. And then everybody else, when I started streaming today, everybody's like, oh, my God, did you hear about it? And I was like, tell me your impressions of it. Like, tell me what you, you honestly felt about it. So it's kind of the next step. I feel like we're going to be going for a while. I'm not too surprised by it, all of it, to be honest. The thing that. I mean, one, the conversations in my discord and on Twitter and stuff today have been absolutely bonkers, like mm. just bonkers. I, I don't even know. I, I don't even know that my like usually on like a direct day, the discord is is absolutely on fire. This yeah. almost felt like like more so than than normal Ooh. than than even a, a direct day. Like it just I think everybody's kind of wondering, like, what what is this thing going to going to mean for the future of gaming. And so mm -hmm. there's a few different things I want to, I want to touch on one. Google doesn't have the best track record for <laughs> sticking with things. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, You're not they, wrong. <laughs> they, they don't like, uh, one of my mods, Henny from the, uh, from my discord and from my Twitch chat here, he put up, it was like killed, uh, like killed by google.com or like uh i can't remember, google gravesite i can't remember what it was exactly Rip. but it literally was a list a list of all the things that google has started and yeah. not finished yeah and not finished and so it uh it that's that's the first concern i have right mm -hmm. kind of just looking at this thing right from from watching the presentation or mainly kind of just listening to it like it sounds great on paper. Everything sounds great on paper. Like, you know, they're going to be able to fix lag because people are going to be, you know, connecting to the cloud versus peer to peer, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. Developers are going to be able to utilize the power of this thing to be able to um, better develop their games and do different artwork, you know, to, to apply like art effects to their games and, and all this stuff looks cool. The, uh, 
if you are stuck in a game, you can just click a button. It takes you right to the YouTube video that's going to, you know, allow you to find your your cheat code or whatever. Interconnected, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all all cool, right? That that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, it was somebody just said actually Henny sent me a sent me a tweet real quick. I want to pull this up. It was from uh, uh, Andrew Reiner, who I believe is from the like Giant Bomb. Uh, he was a game informer. He's from game informer. Okay. So (laughs) this is what he says. This is sweet game streamer. So you're saying someone can start playing the same game. I am just by clicking a button to launch it on Stadia. Yes. Does that mean they stop watching me play it? Um, (laughs) I mean, that's, it's, it's kind of, it's almost, uh, I want to say the epitome of instant gratification a little bit with our society. Like, it's going to change the way that people end up advertising games a lot because uh, it's almost going to be like a little bit. They take out kind of the middleman a little bit. Like they don't need to have people send out those games or send out the physical copies. It's right there. So they're, they almost need to advertise for themselves and then maybe streamers or personalities or influencers, whatever you want to call them to kind of get that immediate interest into that game. And then again, just have that link right there. It's probably going to really suck for streamers and people who, um, you know, kind of rely on numbers and stuff like that of people constantly watching it before they decide to buy the game versus just being able to try it themselves. Obviously, as far as like, you know, subscriptions or whatever, like that could change, you know, people's opinions on it. But I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. We're moving away from the whole physical side, you know, which is, is going to happen eventually. I was telling Chad earlier, I, I already believe that was kind of the route we were going. But it really does seem to be the case, but we have a few glaring issues. Our infrastructure for internet is not good enough for this kind of stuff yet. They're talking I would about, agree. they're talking about 4k 60 frames, all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I, we've got people, I've been talking to people in my, in my discord, like I said, that they're like, wait, I have data caps. I have, mm-hmm. I, I don't even have, I don't even have broadband where I live. You know, right. I, and then I've got to try to use my my data on my cell phone, which I'm still so far out in the boonies that my cell phone hardly works. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, where like where I work, it is literally a Christmas miracle that there is DSL out there. Like it's the mm-hmm. land that time forgot. There's like zero cell service. And they I had a technician explain to me the way they ran the the phone lines back in the day. New phone lines, if they're even running phone lines anymore, but they would run a mm-hmm. cable that had essentially two phone lines in it, from my understanding. And mm-hmm. then that way, when you, you know, you have to put that filter on your phone, on your, if you have DSL, you got to plug the filter in, right? And it, it could separate. Okay. Well, well, back in the day in this area, they would split that. They would open those wires up and split that line. <laughs> and so, Rip. and so if you have house A is getting DSL and house B is getting a, a, a landline, Right. Well, I think since people have gone away from so many landlines, that's so we're still talking about an infrastructure here that is just not it's not up to it's not up to par. And you had Google was supposed to come to the rescue with Google, Google Fiber. And well, what what happened? (laughs) What what happened? Yeah. And so it there there's still a lot of there's still a lot of issues, you know, And, and so one thing worth noting is like, you know, I tweeted out immediately. What happens to the big three? What happens to Sony, Nintendo, and Xbox with with this service? Because I almost feel, I almost feel like this is going to be. You know how Nintendo marketed the Switch as like uh, it's kind of its own little thing, its own little like hybrid thing. I feel like this might kind of be the same kind of thing. Like, well, this works, even though they say you can do it anywhere. Like, look, if you don't have cell service. What are you, what are you doing? Are you downloading these games? I didn't catch that part. Maybe they talked about it. I don't know if you can, if you can then download the game and play it. If you're offline, if it's strictly online, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. So, but what I'm, one of the questions I have, it's like, okay, well, let's say that they make an app that you can put on the switch. You could put on the Xbox. If that were to be the case, how does monetization happen with all of this? Because if I can get doom eternal from Stadia at 60 frames a second on my switch, why would I then buy the physical copy think, of the switch? Do you think that the switch would allow it? Cause I'm pretty sure from what I, from how I've interpreted is that as long as you have Chrome enableability, you will be able to have Stadia. I 
Chrome's not available on the Switch. Like we don't we don't have, you know, the option even for a browser. So I, I think they'd probably get into like a whole realm. Would Nintendo really want to have its own competition right there on its system? Xbox and Xbox Live, like that's a, that's a bit of a stretch because we all know Xbox kind of needs it and they probably paid Nintendo a pretty penny for the whole Xbox Live coming to the Switch type thing. But I, I, I honestly, I'd be very surprised if I saw this come to the Switch. I'd be very surprised. So here's but, here's six hours ago, Google Chrome, Nintendo Switch controller support. Hmm. So that doesn't necessarily mean it's coming to the switch, but it could mean that we could use any controller we want when playing, yeah. when playing this, right. but yeah. there's still, there's still something, something going on here. The, yeah. the I'm just, and they haven't even talked about monetization. So it's, it's, Mm-mm. it's, it's spec, it's speculation at this point, but I mean, how does Google make most of their money through ads? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right through ads so are to we- be honest yeah I, it's i'm that's i think they're gonna avoid a lot of those specifics until later on because they don't want to get shot down as soon as they get out of the gate you know because i feel like once they have too much time for people to stew over it they're they're gonna be like this is this is m- probably more harmful than than good you know a little bit like some games have done recently there's like a whole culture of games that kind of launch without any like previous notion like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. now apex like they just kind of launched and we're all like oh uh this looks fun i guess i'm gonna try it myself versus like oh i've been listening to so-and-so talk about this for however long yeah. so i feel like they're they're a smart thing to do for them right now is to kind of keep all the specifics down to a minimum because i'm kind of like with you like are we just going to be seeing like back-to-back ads kind of like what we do with youtube right now and you got pay for a premium on top of a possible subscription like there's so many things you can include in that I feel like people would really start to complain about and kind of build this riot mentality against, you know? So maybe it's for the best. Well, and I'm, I'm probably a little bit twisted when it comes to this kind of thing, but like, I'm thinking about like, let's say we have, uh, you know, like, uh, world of Warcraft just as an, as an example. Okay. Yeah. Right. You're not going to, that game's not going to have billboards in it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like because some people were like, well, you know how some racing games they switch. Like EA has been doing that for for years. They switch out the billboards no. with different ads. Yeah. Right. Funny. So what if my what if my, you know, dark elf is running around in a Coca-Cola robe? Right. Because <laughs> because that's and I'm kind of I'm <laughs> like, what if that's the route? Like, what if everybody starts to look like like. You know, like NASCAR drivers or we're something. All sponsored. Where, where yeah, there's like, there's, you just yeah. have ads all over your avatar. You know, like right. Uh oh, my the chat's like dark elf. I'm like, I don't play World of Warcraft. I was try. I was <laughs> I was trying. All right, listen, I'm, y'all. I'm g- give him give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Okay, he said elf. That's close enough. Okay, <laughs> watch. They're gonna put in a dark elf now. Just wait for it. <laughs> I've never ever played World of Warcraft. Not at all. At really zero so did you play any mmo back in the day no no, Des- no runescape no, no everquest no, no De- nothing? destiny is the closest to an mmo and that was like what all right six and chat, please. so yeah and chat. <laughs> yeah nothing like that nothing like that so i played a lot of halo right which we're going to talk about that later too okay all right so okay. um so yeah, there's there's so many questions. There's there's literally so many questions. On paper, the thing looks super cool, right? As a collector mm-hmm. of physical games, it kind you sad. know, it's yeah. it's a little bit sad. Yeah. But uh, I mean, right off the bat, like my first question, like I said, like what's Nintendo doing? What's Sony doing? What's like we know Xbox is talking about XCloud. It's very similar to this. So now you've got two companies yeah. that are kind of that are kind of going towards the same space. Mm-hmm. One thing that I found interesting with the locations that this place, that this thing is launching in Japan was not one of them, which makes me think that there's maybe not much happening with Nintendo or Sony when it comes to this. And it's going to be its own standalone thing. You know, I honestly think it's their way to kind of combat it. And uh, I think that they realize that specifically in Japan, there's a very strong, sh- very strong stronghold, I should say over the culture. Cause in Japan, uh, we were, we constantly talk about this all the time. Uh, guys over at Spawnwave, my, my mind was personally blown because I was like, Oh, people in Japan, they still like 
Sony and stuff before Spider-Man came out, before Kingdom Hearts came out, they were having to sell and promote the freaking PlayStation 4 as a Blu-ray player. Mm. That's how they promoted it. Like Nintendo, the Switch was being sold. Just the handheld itself. They didn't even need a dock. People are like, oh, I love this thing. Like that is their culture. It's just on the go. Take it with you. Enjoy it. And now that Kingdom Hearts and Spider-Man have been out, obviously like the numbers have picked up a little bit more. But I think they realize it's going to be very hard to kind of break into that culture over there and especially as competition like unless they can somehow work out a deal it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough i don't i would be very surprised to see if they work together on this and instead like google just try to take over kind of like change the expectations of the game one thing that wouldn't surprise me is to see the possibility of sony teaming up with google and nintendo teaming up with microsoft based on some things that we've heard. And we're actually, well, this is kind of a point that we're going to get to later. I have a, a community uh, question okay. that we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that. But um, okay. overall, I just, this uh, definitely worth talking about. Um, I, I have an, I have a lot to, to say about this. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to just, I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I'm going to have an article right. coming out very soon. And six, four, josh.com talking about this. If you guys want to um, get more of my thoughts and uh, maybe even a YouTube video or something, just because it like, I mean, even thinking about Twitch was like, Amazon's going to have to do something now. So now we may have a, th- like, because very real, yep. you're talking about a streaming service now that really is like superior if it all works, mm-hmm. if it all works, but Yep. The other thing is, if I have to yep. constantly see a little billboard for whatever game I'm playing for an ad running the entire time, I just don't know. Unless you want to pay for the subscription, right? Because that <laughs> exactly, it's all going to come down to like. In reality, I was I was telling everybody earlier, we really don't know what games are going to come out of this. Like, we don't know if they're going to be all completely original. If eventually, series that we know and love are able to be come over, you know, to this this whole service, I guess I should say, versus this thing. But, um we just don't know the specifics enough. And I was watching a couple people react to the new battle, the battlefield, uh, battle Royale. And so many people were upset because it's like, we've only, it was only a cinematic launch on that trailer. It wasn't really like a gameplay. Mm. Didn't really show you what the game's going to be about. It's, it's kind of like this. We don't know enough about the specifics to, we kind of get the general idea, but we won't really know of like, yeah, I'm going to get that until we actually see it you know, and see how it runs or works or see other people review it. It's, it's like up in the air for me right now. Like I'm almost just like, it's cool, but I don't want any preconceived notions almost. Cause I'm just like, dear God, this is stressful. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, I mean, again, we could be seeing the beginning of, of the, the transition to a more uh, digital focused digital. entertainment. Mm-hmm. But again, the the infrastructure like yeah it works with netflix it works with it's worked with music but those don't need the bandwidth that mm-hmm. that gaming does especially to be able to play mm-hmm. a game while you're streaming it you know uh dr yep. claw from chess is my main issue with digital only games and no physical copies as digital is essentially a glorified rental thinking about yep. apps i've downloaded there's always um, there's always paid apps that eventually lose support and can't be accessed anymore same mm-hmm. with downloadable console games with physical copies you can still play the game after the company kills it and that's just it. I mean, they've talked about we we know that like Resident Evil is you could stream Resident Evil seven. You could stream it on the switch. But once you stopped paying for the service, you lost your save after I don't remember if it was like two months or 30 days or six months. I think it was six months. But, yep. but it's still like, again, this is all like uncharted waters. Is it subscription based? Is it is it is it a freemium where you can watch ads if you want? and uh, I don't know. It's a lot. I don't know. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, there's so much. There's so much. So let's, uh, you know, let's, let's, we can, we can move past this now and talk about some, some actual Nintendo news that's actually quite funny. It's not really news, but Nintendo took to Twitter this week and <laughs> they just kind of trolled everybody a little bit. And uh, <laughs> they tweeted out a picture of Tom Nook holding. <laughs> holding bells and then their tweet goes into talk about it goes into talk about like uh 
Here we go. For some reason, this page is filing your uh, taxes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it says Tom Nook is here to help file your tax returns, and he already has an idea for what to, what to do with your refund. And then, I, I mean, it's just it's on and on and on of like, <laughs> you know, why why this why is this pic so HD? And there's people zooming in on Nook and yeah. and like literally like checking everything to see what you know is there, are we missing There's anything a date somewhere yeah. Yeah. yeah well there is new animal crossing april 15th because that's tax, tax day tax date. and that's when reggie's retiring and that's his goodbye gift you know like <laughs> literally the animal crossing community is crazy for any kind of information any kind of information right yeah. i'll let you guys know right now i have an animal crossing podcast coming out very very soon so i'm crazy for this this game as well so uh more more tweets here nintendo please just show us the game this tweet cut too deep and now you have to drop a reveal right it's got like a pikachu like (laughs) like taking (laughs) like it like it's just passed out you know um This another one here. If I could spend my tax return on the new Animal Crossing game, I would. But you've yet to release it or even show it to us. And now you're just being cruel. (laughs) (laughs) And it just it it goes on. It goes on and on and on. So uh, did are you a fan of this series? Oh, yeah, I I am. I am a a, a hardcore console Animal Crossing. I didn't have a handheld to recently, but the original and uh, City Folk were my jam, like thousands of hours into those games. So I went from GameCube and then played the DS one quite a bit, played very little city folk, but uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf is my most played game on my 3DS. Uh, like, it makes sense. It's, yeah. a, it's a good game to just play whenever. Yeah. However, you could be in a bad mood and be like, eh, I'll play some Animal Crossing. You know, well, it's one of those games. And speaking of Animal Crossing pocket camp i forgot to put it in my notes here but i've been playing that mm-hmm. the last week they did a fishing mm-hmm. tournament with all mario stuff and oh, yeah. okay. i think somebody i might have been keyblader might have poked uh uh posted something in in discord i can't i can't remember but somebody did and i was like oh i need to look oh my gosh i was so hooked it's all mario themed stuff which i'm a complete sucker for right yeah. and so every time you catch a fish it plays the little like beginning intro music to mario i was mm-hmm. like oh my goodness and yeah, I, had a, I had a moment with that when the splatoon event came yes. last time they're all like woo me it's like you love it i love it but there's all of a sudden there's so much there's so much more to do. People in chat are asking, would you say it's gotten better? It absolutely has. They added so many quality of life things. Like instead of having to go okay. and talk to each villager to deliver stuff, you can now use the mail service and you just, it takes about like 30, uh, it probably takes maybe a minute to two minutes to do everything to like for the, for the, you know how it runs on a timer. Like, so you can deliver. The only thing you can't deliver is uh, to somebody, a villager that you haven't, talk to yet. So you have to go talk okay. to them the first time. Once you've done that, you can, you can have uh Pete, I believe his name is he'll deliver everything for you. So you don't have to, oh, cool. you don't have to I'll do that. Try again. I yeah. played in a couple months. And there's, there's, there's like a happy home designer thing going on now. It's something different. They call it something different. I don't know. So you can, okay. it just start. It's, it has started to feel more like an animal crossing game. Good. Okay. And if I can, re- if I remember guys, I'll link to it, but there is a, there's a series I believe it's from um, at Dr. Cupcakes on Twitter. Liam Roberts is his oh. name. Mm-hmm. And he just put it out this week. And it's like a history of, of games. And it goes into the Animal Crossing Pocket Camp was something entirely different. And they ended up scrapping it and then uh, starting over and 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 giving us the game that we have now. And mm-hmm. so it's. It, again, it started off. I I think it was like, okay, we have a foundation and they've continued to build on it. Now, if the game had launched the way it is now, I think it probably would have done much better. Um, mm, sustained longer. Yeah. I think it would have, but I, I, I've, I'm back to like playing it daily. And like, you know, now that this fishing tournament's done, I'll probably still play it somewhat, but like the fishing tournament was definitely a draw for me, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it is pretty fun. If you still have it on your phone, I would say fire it up, you know, Check it yeah, out. I've refused and, uh, to uninstall it. I've just kind of every now and then been like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and I mean, if you guys remember going all the way back to like, 
man, like 20, 2015, I believe when, uh, um, Iwata was on stage talking about how the, the NX was going to link with phones and 3ds and Wii U, how everything was going to kind of be linked together. And I believe mm-hmm. they've said at one point, and I, I'd have to look it up. So, you know, if somebody has an article or something, you can tweet at me, but I believe they said some of this stuff is going to, um, work together just like Pokemon go and, uh, let's go, let's go. you know, mm-hmm. those, those, those interacted with each other. So, you know, my, I'm like, I'm grabbing all this Mario stuff, hoping that like when the, the new game drops, I'm like, oh, I'll just move this right on over, you know? So, but you yeah, know, that'd be cool. we don't, we don't really have any idea, but it, uh, it is worth checking out again. I would say if you still, if you still have it or redownload it and just, uh, see for yourself, but I'm enjoying it. And I'm not going to lie, putting headphones in and just letting that game play the guitar and the, the sound and everything <laughs> is actually so, it's super good. I was like. This is so relaxing. So kind of cool. Um, last little bit of news. Nindy showcase happening tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Kind of interesting. One game that we were fairly certain we were going to see was Castle Crashers on the Switch. It got announced today. So it's that's already that's already out of the way, apparently. So Whoops. I, I don't I went through the blog post. I couldn't find a date. They did put out a video that I didn't have time to watch. So it might have said it on there. But uh, um, Castle Crashers is coming to the switch. It is uh, it, it is online. And uh, so um, I see Dr. Claus saying I'm hoping they show some Killer Queen Black tomorrow. That would be great. We know that game. I think it got pushed to like what quarter two or quarter three, which is which was unfortunate. But uh Really can't wait to to play that game. I, I didn't get to play it at uh, at PAX, but I did watch it, and oh, it it looks it looks like so much fun, so mm-hmm. much fun. So, are there are there any Nindies like on your radar or anything that you're you're kind of hoping we see? Or everybody's been literally talking about Castle Clashers, and I had no idea about it, so I'm kind of intrigued to check the game out because everybody's like, oh my god, he got played. Play, play. Uh, but uh, Untitled Goose Game, I think, is the only one that uh, I think is the most intriguing to me, just because of the fact that it's literally called Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> and and to me, it, it's almost like a different form of like Goat Simulator, you know, something like that. Uh, just kind of recap it and have fun. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm not always necessarily the biggest uh, purchaser of uh, indie games really in general um but i am like super stoked that we even have these many games to show off on a yearly basis you know or even throughout the year for the nintendo switch like the fact that it went from barely having support of indie titles to now people are complaining there's too many on the eShop. i'm like this is a great problem to have this is yeah. this is a beautiful time you know to to be on the switch because now viewers can it's it's almost like you know um like the i don't know too much about uh for for iphone and stuff but you know on google uh play you get bored you know you go to the android you know uh, and you're like i'm just gonna go look for top free grossing games or top free cheap games on apps that i can play it's kind of like that you know you can just go through and look so i really like it i'm excited um i won't be streaming it just because i feel like for me personally i'll be learning more than being excited or worth watching. So I'll kind of be looking into it, but I'm really excited. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that is at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern. Guys, I'm a, it, it's usually on Twitch. I will be hosting it if you guys want to jump in chat with me and uh, be able to converse because a lot of times the chat for the Nintendo Switch is just like, it's just pandemonium. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a little crazy. So um, that's going to be going down. M- my hope... I want to see Braid on the Switch. It is a game that was on the uh, uh, Xbox Live Arcade on the 360 back in the day. And Mm. it has one of the uh, best plot twists in a side-scrolling platformer that has also, it allows you to rewind time. Um, Ooh. It was was an amazing game. But uh, Nice. uh, Yeah, just where'd it go? Where'd it go? I want to see that. And there's another game on the Xbox One called iDARP that uh it it's a really fun online multiplayer kind of like it's like eight eight players and it's kind of like air hockey but not it's it's really interesting so um and, nice. it, and it has tons of like 80s pop culture references and things like that so oh dope. you know yeah so who knows 
Who knows? It would be it would be nice. Toby says I derp. No. Um, fun fact: I derp is from Mike Micah, who uh, was in the news a couple years back for his daughter wanted to play Donkey Kong, but she wanted to rescue Mario and play as Pauline, so he reprogrammed it so that she could do that. Aw, and so that's cute. yeah, yeah. So he's a he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. So um, with that, we're gonna we're gonna move to. Our, our little talking point here, and then we're going to get to the interview. I'm so excited. So here mm-hmm. we go. Here we go. All right. So I asked the question because there was a rumor that came out that there was supposedly an impossible, an impossible switch announcement. Okay. And so this is from uh, uh, King, King Zell, I believe. Yeah, that's what he goes by. King Zell. And he's a known leaker. I don't know about his track record. I tried to look it up a little bit. He, he did nail some stuff, I believe with like, uh, I want to say with like Pokemon or something, but again, that's neither here nor there at the moment. What he's saying is that this, this would be as big as seeing something like Mario on a PlayStation or in a PlayStation game. Okay. So my first thought and like the, the picture I have for this post and everything, uh, is Halo on the Switch, right? Mm. Which, I mean, that excites me to no end because I'm a huge, mm-hmm. huge Halo fan. And I feel like the first-person shooters are the one area the Switch is lacking the most in, in my opinion. I mean, you know, uh, Paladins is, is decent. It's decent, but it's not quite Overwatch, <laughs> you know? And right. there's, there's, you know, we, we have Fortnite, but again, I'm just, I'm, Halo's my jam. So that's that's where I'm at. So I, I posed, uh, I posed the question to the community in this post on n64josh.com. It says, what do you guys think about this rumor? Um, and what do you think the game will be? And then they, the answer blew. Like I said, I went into, you know, my thinking of like, well, Mario is Nintendo's biggest. I'm really reading into his, you know, into his, I mean, this is literally reset era. It's like maybe a total of like 20 words. It's like one sentence, you know, like, uh, it'd be like seeing Mario on a PlayStation console. Right. So I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably going like way too, way too deep on this. But if, if it was something to that magnitude, is there something that you misclick that you would like to see on the switch? Um, if you had asked me a little bit ago, I would have been really excited to see things like Overwatch brought over, but I feel like that's more niche than anything. I don't think that, um, I don't know. He could also be talking about things about like Spyro. Crash was a big deal when, when he came over to the Switch because everybody was like, oh, he's a Sony boy, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I don't know. I really, I honestly, I, when I hear leaks like that, King Zell, I've heard his name plenty of times in my chat and I kind of just like, push it under the rug a little bit. I'm like, stop, stop. You're going to work me up. And then my mind, I'm not gonna be able to sleep. And then things are going to be going, I'm going to be kind of like you, like you're talking about, you're like, there goes my mind. You know, that's kind of like that. I'm kind of like that, but I, I just try to like keep the straight jacket on myself mentally, you know, but I, I would, I don't know. I honestly, Halo would be really cool, but it's coming to the PC too. So it's like, Pick your pick, which is that's part of the reason I'm I'm leaning towards it being Halo. Like, yeah, because there's like. It's kind of weird. Halo has not really been um, in the forefront of people's minds or something that's really been. I mean, Halo 5 did not uh, it didn't do all that great. I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was amazing, but a lot of people didn't. It was a little bit too uh, competitive. There wasn't enough like for the casual. And so um, the, they announced reach is coming first to PC and like Twitter explodes. Like the internet is on fire that Halo's coming to PC. I'm seeing people talking about Halo that I'm like, you've, I've never seen you mention Halo, but you know, all of a sudden it's like, Hey, this was, this was a game. There's, there's almost that nostalgia factor. Cause Halo has been around mm-hmm. long enough now, you know? Yeah. I mean, for some people it, it could have been their first, it could have been one of their first. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they're terrible parents like me and they allow their three-year-old to play Halo, then, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
kid, do you want Mario or Master Chief? <laughs> so, you know, we went, we went Master Chief, but uh, I mean, he was good. Aww. He was good. He, was, he did. He did all right. He did all right. Now he's a monster at, at Fortnite. So it's, it's paying off. It's paying <laughs> off. So, but you know, and I see some question in chat, like oh, how could, could the switch run Halo? Well, it could definitely run the first Halo if they just ported it because it's an original Xbox game, right? That shouldn't be any problem. We've seen plenty of 360 games make their way over. But then the other thing that we're, we're kind of waiting. I thought we were going to hear more today and, and maybe I just missed it, but like Xbox has two announcements from my understanding at, at GDC. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, they could, they, they've been talking about X cloud. They've been talking about Xbox live, that kind of stuff. So yeah. there is the potential that we could see, you know, I, I've talked about it on here before, but there's the, there's the chance that we could see all of uh, the game pass on the switch because it's running on mobile devices. And that's technically, I mean, the switch is basically a tablet when you get, you know, when you get down to it. And so that's, th- that's how I think they could, they could pull this thing off. Who maybe tomorrow at this Nindy showcase, maybe they announce cuphead, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's That'd the game. Dope. Yeah. And then we were joking about, I think we were talking about in chat yesterday, like, why don't we get Cuphead in Smash while we're at it? Because he would be kind of cool. His art style and everything, kind of like Mr. Mm-hmm. Game & Watch is, you know? Right, so, yeah. So real quick, I'm going to grab a couple of the comments from chat here. It says, uh, this is from Delmonic. It says, I think there is some credence to these rumors um, and how well Nintendo and Xbox recent relationship has been. Xbox seems to be more interested in providing services as of late with Game Pass and the rumors of expanding Xbox Live to more platforms. I think we'd be more likely to see something like Cuphead or even a rare title rather than Halo. But starting off with Microsoft's... uh, Microsoft's arguably biggest franchise would show that they are serious about branching out. Uh, Mm -hmm. Green Mario says, if this is real, I will buy the game so fast. I think switch sales would increase twofold. Uh, Keyblader says the fact that he said some stuff coming to the switch makes me think that there'll be more than one game announced. Uh, My theory is they will announce an official release date for Ori and the will of the wisps and also announce that it will be released on the switch the same day as Xbox. And they will also port Ori in the blind forest uh, for hype. This is something I could see running easily on the switch and who knows the direct tomorrow. We could be seeing something. Um, I do like the idea of, of them allowing Nintendo to take on halo just because it is Microsoft's biggest franchise. And I can also see cuphead or state of decay being ported as well. My secret hope is they port ashen. I had so much fun with this game and would love to play it again, which is I've never even heard of. And it says, especially in handheld mode. So, um, Hmm. uh, we'll go with, with one more here. This is from, this is from cryptic. And it says, my hope is that it is master chief collection, seeing how all the halo games, uh, uh, came out on the 360 besides five. I think they could work on switch. They did say several of what uh, s- several. So let's see. They did say several. Um, I'm not quite sure what that sentence is. Um, so let's see. Moving right along here. He goes in to talk about like the possibility of being halo possibility of it being rare. Yeah. And possibly being banjo, um, banjo three, which, uh, which yeah. would be crazy, you know? So, um, lots of, uh, lots of stuff to speculate and who knows we could be way off. It could be something just, just, just totally mild, but it's still kind of fun nonetheless. And the, the picture that I was able to put together of halo on the switch, like, Oh my gosh, it makes me so excited. It makes it me, makes so me excited, excited to see how excited you are. <laughs> Because I I just remember, like, the longest time growing up, you know, people would be like, oh, what kind of games do you play? And I'd be like, oh, I play Zelda. And like, oh, you play as that green fairy boy in a dress. I play as Master Chief. Get dunked on. And, like, now it's crazy to think about that there is even just a possibility that things that have associated with Master Chief, like, my entire life are going to be possibly on the same side as fairy boy in a green dress you know like to see those even just kind of be brought together as a family like that just makes me super happy like if we got to see things like master chief on the switch i haven't even played halo before but now now it's coming to pc i am gonna get actually a chance to play it because i'm a mouse and keyboard person really um i just i think it's so cool it's like a it's like a it's like a homecoming to a home that he's never had 
on the Switch or on the Nintendo console. It's really cool. It's really cool. No, it would be it would be it would be amazing. I'd be I'd be so stoked. Even if it was only the first game, just to be able Even, to get multiplayer yeah. and stuff, because there's there's just so much fun to be had with that original Halo pistol. on a Nintendo console. Yeah. Does that not sound ridiculous enough? Yeah. You know, like I don't care what it is. It could be freaking Halo Pocket Camp and it would still be cool. <laughs> well, there was a rumored a rumored Halo on the on the on the DS back in the day. Like that, oh, was there? Yeah, I think it oh. all turned out to be um, to be fake, but it was a very well done fake. So, um, but all right. Well, hey, speaking of you playing with the 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 boy in the green dress, let's uh, let's yeah. get into our interview here. Here we go. All right. So, what is your history with Nintendo? Um. Nintendo is I don't even want to say it was my first game company that I ever actually played games with. I think Sega Sonic and Street Fighter were my first games ever that I ever played other than arcade games. Nintendo was my first <laughs> wait, game company. Wait, 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 what? wait, 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 wait. This is not the Sega Powercast. This is the no, I'm just kidding. But I do need to ask, did you have yeah. Okay, which which Sega are we talking about here? Which system? Uh, one of the originals. I was like five years old, and my mom's cousin had it at her house. So every time she would babysit us, when my parents would go off for date night, we would be stuck playing original Sonic. So like the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Three buttons or six? Did you have to play Street Fighter with three buttons? Oh, so on Street Fighter, uh, that was PlayStation. Okay. Uh, that was PlayStation. <laughs> Okay, that was PlayStation. That was two different. Ha- Those are two different houses. One was at my mom's cousin's, whatever that makes her to me. Like once removed, I don't know what it's called. Uh, and then freaking the other one was my neighbor behind me. We played Street Fighter. Got you. Okay. Bandicoot. All right. That's good. Because I was going to say, how did you like three button Street Fighter? Because that just doesn't. No, work. no, 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 no. That was on PlayStation. <laughs> so which was a thing. That was a thing. You, If you didn't have the six button controller, you were playing. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, fun. that's funny. No fun. So, OK, so I didn't mean to cut you off. Just, you know, no, you're, you're we, fine. You're you fine. Know, what? Uh, when did you finally get introduced to the the plumber and his elf friend? <laughs> I always tell my friends I had like three different consoles around me. My parents refused because they always took us out to play arcade games mm-hmm. um, at the arcades and stuff because my parents are older. So they refused to buy consoles. Uh, it was Donkey Kong Country, uh, Nintendo 64, and we would like just play that game all the time. But we were super young, so it's like you kind of just go in circles as a kid. And it was just super fun, like the DK rap and everything. There you go. Yeah, so exactly. Donkey okay. Kong 64. All right. um, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, and then eventually I was the first one. So we had the PlayStation. We had a PlayStation 2 in the neighborhood. We had a Nintendo 64. And then some kid that no one liked, he had the other Sega, but we just left him alone. But then for Christmas of, uh, I think it was 2001 or 2002, my mom bought the bundle for the GameCube uh, for Christmas because I have two sisters. And that's the only console that had four players. Mm. So she bought us um, Nintendo GameCube and it had the Zelda Collector's Edition. And then she bought, I think, Mario Party 5. So uh, we pretty much like I played all day Christmas all day and then it just kind of never stopped. (laughs) So uh, early 2000s is when I really got my hands on my first console. What? Let's talk about that Christmas. Like, were you super excited opening that up? Oh, yeah, because it's like now I didn't have to wait until someone else was babysitting us or whatnot. And I wasn't expecting it. All I remember is that I was excited because the day before or a couple days before um, my thing was I got to have a fish tank in my room. And I remember we went to the super Walmart and we were picking out. My mom was like, go look and go find some fish that you want for your room. Just make sure they, they're not going to eat each other like the breeds match. <laughs> yeah. She's like, go. And I had to go buy your dad some underwear. And like, I don't want to go to the freaking men's section of underwear. So, you know, as a kid, I was like off with my sisters and we were looking at fish. She literally went to the other side to the electronics and bought in a GameCube. And I wasn't like I was just I was just ready to admit that I was never going to have one until I was older. 
So when I opened it up a couple days later, she's like, yeah, I remember when you were looking at fish. I snuck out to the car, dropped off the GameCube and came back. And I was so abs. I was just absolutely stoked. I like it was a really big splurge for my family because of finances. But I played the living crap. I still have it. He's in my closet. I don't dare let him get dust on him. But I have another one over here sitting on my shelf. And I, I just one of one of the most underrated consoles ever. Ever. So we have something in common. Hmm. My GameCube was an absolute surprise for me as well. I was newly married. Yeah. We did not have much money. And Mm. my wife was working at a coffee shop and saved all of her tips. And then, uh, and then went to all of our family members and I've told you guys, you guys have listened to this show before you probably heard this, but um, I have not. <laughs> she went and told all of my family members, this is what I'm getting him. So can you get a controller? Can you get rogue squadron? Can you get smash? Can you get? And so, you know, I opened up a GameCube and I'm like, I can't even believe it. I was still playing my 64. Yeah. You know, and I actually, if I remember correctly, I was kind of like, I had kind of, uh, I wasn't even playing that much. I had bought like a really cheap gaming PC and was trying to play on that, but it, it just really wasn't oh, the wow. same for me. Okay. And so, oh, and we couldn't get broadband where we lived. Red. Like, yeah. So uh, it was relatively new back then. And so um, we end up going to every family member's house and everybody has some kind of GameCube accessory for me. And so by the end of the, by the end of Christmas, I had like a GameCube, a couple controllers, uh, like I think, I think, uh, star Wars, uh, melee. And, uh, I want to say wow. like extreme G racing or something like that. And so, you know, yeah. and then I think I had to go pick up some memory cards or whatever. So it was just, it was such a crazy, crazy Christmas. And it was, it was so cool. So that, yeah, that That's system, awesome. that, uh, that, that system was, and then what was, what was crazy is un- unfortunately fast forward, like, uh, six years are, um, a close friend of ours passed away and she had a very young son. He was like, I think he was like 10 when she passed. And so oh, I no. ended up taking that GameCube and all the games, except animal crossing and my memory card didn't give that up. And he ended up getting that just to kind of help Aww. take his mind off. all this. So that, that yeah. GameCube kind of like it, it made its rounds, you know? So it was, uh, Oh, it's uh, made so many people happy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so very cool. Well, Hey, so w- GameCube, probably your favorite Nintendo console. So I told chat GameCube was my favorite console until the switch. The switch, I think, has officially. Kind of replaced, not replaced, but updated my love of just having everything in the same place. Mm -hmm. We got a new Zelda. We got a new Mario. We're getting a new Metroid. We're getting a Bayonetta. And now Bayonetta I've played. So Bayonetta is relevant to me now. Like everything is just kind of coming home instead of being spread out against, you know, like different consoles and whatnot. And what I mean, like a new Mario, I don't mean like a new Super Mario Deluxe U 2.0 with 3D HD definition 4K. Like I feel like the title gets longer every game. Oh, yeah. bias a little bit just a little bit but like odyssey you know like super mario sunshine was a great game to me as a kid and even just super mario you know like six on the 64 and and uh i never got to really play galaxy but it was just nice being able to kind of revisit those certain types of games and like see them kind of just i almost feel like everything was just thrown onto the switch like oh you want mario here you go oh you want zelda here you go oh you you thought Metroid was not going to, oh, here we go. Uh, well, we got delayed a little bit, but here you go. It's coming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll delay that but, one. <laughs> yeah. And smash. Everybody's here from every single, you know, right. iteration ever. And now, oh, the freaking series that you never thought were possible. Oh, like Joker. Okay. Well, he's going to be in there too. Plant. You want to play plant? Here you go. Don't want to play plant. You're still going to get it. You know, it's just, it's great. All I don't want to play is any of the me's just, they can go away. That's all. They can. <laughs> They could go away. I'd be cool with that. But uh. so, favorite game or series? I mean, we already know what this is. No, it's Zelda. Like, probably my favorite series of all time, just because that literally 
I think actually helped shape me as a person, like just how I view a lot of things in life sounds super cliche, but we all do as a kid, like we draw inspiration from things. So Zelda definitely. And my favorite game is just Skyward Sword. Like, I love that game. Skyward Sword. Yes. I also love Metroid Other M, but people hate me for that. So I hate both. I I love both of the games that literally probably get the most hate. Interesting. Interesting. I guess I'm a masochist. I don't know. No, it's cool. It's cool. I. Hey, I just, I'm I don't know how far I'm into uh, Skyward Sword, but I didn't I didn't hate it. I don't love the motion controls. That's what that's what. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. They like actually having to move. So <laughs> that's yeah. And then other M, I I do own it, but I have actually never played it to to form uh, an opinion on it. And I see doing a little bit of research, people are pretty split on it. But uh, was your yeah. first Zelda then was it Ocarina from the 64 just on the GameCube? So I had the collector's edition. So I had Zelda one and two, Ocarina and Majora. Oh, and so um, the first Zelda I actually ever touched. They also had a twenty minute demo of Wind Waker because Wind Waker was not out yet. Got it. Um, and so I played maybe twenty minutes of the Zelda demo, and then it just automatically shuts off and goes back to the title screen. I'm like, well, this is dumb. After having it happen like five or six times, I couldn't get past a certain part because it would just turn off. Oh, so right. I was like scrolling through all the other games. And then I see Link on Epona, just magnificent with the music and everything. I'm like, I'm going to play that game. Yeah. And then when you start, you don't have a horse. So I was upset because I was always that weird girl. that was obsessed with horses, you know? So I was like, horsey. And then you don't start with the horse. You're like, what the frick? <laughs> so you got to work your way to get the horse, you know? Right. It was really, really cool. Right, yeah. right, right. Did you finally get it? Oh, yeah. It turned into a whole neighborhood shenanigans. Like we would everybody would come over to my house. Oh, my mom wants quiet. OK, we'd go over to his house or we'd walk down the street. Hey, we're going to his house to play the game. And we would just defeat the temples together. And it, it took like a year, I feel like, as kids between schedules and, and school and homework. So when we finally beat the game together. We all just cried in the living room at my house. We just cried. And then opponents running back across the screen and everybody's in Lon Lon Ranch. And we're just sobbing. Because it's like a year of our lives that we all spent together. Now what? You know? Right. And then Animal Crossing came along. But, you know, that was a whole nother event itself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that there was like, that. I can imagine that the school bus rides were like, okay, you're not going to beat that temple, right? Like, I got soccer practice tonight, so stay out of the <laughs> temple, okay? It was very but- much like that. Like, dude, you cannot play tonight. You cannot. <laughs> or it, sometimes it sounds almost like uh, people a little bit like custody battles. Like, okay, tonight's my night with the disc, okay? Let me go because I wanted to do this mini game. And you'd be like, no, you just had it like two nights ago. It's my turn. It was just, it was funny. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. So here we go. Here we go. That was awesome. And maybe this is it, but... What is one of your favorite Nintendo memories? Now, this could be a Christmas. This could be like you talked about, like Mm -hmm. playing with the neighborhood kids. It could be completing a game for the first time. Mm -hmm. You know. Um. Well, other than the being Ocarina time for the first time, because that was like a whole ordeal. I would probably have to say, um. I would probably have to say when uh, I got my Wii. Um, it was weird. Uh, so I, actually, I would probably have to say when I got Twilight Princess, because that was my first time that I got a game myself mm. that I really wanted. And I got it for the GameCube because remember, they delayed Twilight Princess for the GameCube to also release it on Wii. Yeah. So I had to wait. And I remember when I got Twilight Princess, I think there was like a whole memory of which one of my other friends, he didn't live in the neighborhood with us, but I would go to visit him for like pool parties and stuff is we had our own. My favorite memory is like we had our own little before it was like the Internet took over with it was like our own theory, you know, of like who this was or who that was seeing the previews of Twilight Princess um, and kind of like seen all of the e3 press release in the magazine and and websites and stuff was the hype right for twilight princess and then finally getting it it was like one of the coolest memories ever because we're like it's here it's here it's finally here and then we played through the game and that was the first Zelda game i really played through all by myself love it love it this is one of my favorite questions to ask all right Mm -hmm. What's a Nintendo game that you haven't played or haven't completed that mm. we are all going to judge you for? 
Ooh, played all the way through. I guess for one, I haven't completely played. Ooh, that's tough. I would have said Bayonetta, but I just finished it. Um, I guess it's not, not really even a Nintendo game, but I would say one that I haven't played all the way through would be all of the entirety of Zelda 2. Like you're talking Link's Adventure? Mm-hmm. NES? Adventure Link, yep. Yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't played through the entire thing of that, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh my god, I call yourself real Zelda. I played it. That is enough. <laughs> No, it was one of those games that we kind of just like altered through. And I remember I got so fed up with that game. I just told my buddy, like, literally just just do it. And then the last day we kind of finished it together. But there's like a whole section that I don't remember. That that's that's funny. That game, my buddy Dave had it. And I remember like we had to go talk to people and I was like, dude, I just want to fight stuff with my sword. I don't want to talk to yeah. anyone. Like, yeah. can I knife all these people? He's like, no, you can't knife all these people. I'm like, mm-hmm. let's, let's play something else. There's gotta yeah. be, there's, there's not enough action here. Let's, <laughs> let's go. You know? So enemies are difficult in that game, dude. Piss me off. It's one of the most difficult games like ever. Mm. I need to go back to it because I've heard uh, a few different people say that, like, I actually know a few people that say it's their favorite NES title after mm. going back and playing it many, mm-hmm. many years later. So mm-hmm. it'd be, it'll be one to, uh, that I'll get to eventually. So mm-hmm. uh, let's talk a little bit about like your stream and the content that you create, things like that. Like okay. what, what do you do online? Um, so I do obviously Twitch streaming every day. That's been kind of a thing for, for a while now. Uh, and I also do stuff on YouTube. That's been really, really cool. Um, Twitch streaming, we kind of vary from like all different games, not even just Nintendo. But the main focus has kind of gone back to Nintendo once the Switch had came out. Um, Before the Switch, it was, um, I mean, it was Wii U era, you know, so it was kind of slow, you know, like maybe Smash 4. But even then, like we didn't get to to play a whole bunch um, of Nintendo games online and maybe some, you know, like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask ports. Nowadays, you know, like we're playing Smash, we're playing Splatoon, uh, you know, like the Bayonetta games now that they're here and God, like we've done Odyssey and there's just been so many games that I feel like Nintendo has kind of branched back out. So it's it's really cool to kind of people come in. They're like, this is my first time playing playing Splatoon. I just want to check out a stream for gameplay. And like that is amazing to me because there was a time where people like ridiculed Nintendo, you know, or like made fun of it. So it's really cool to just constantly on a daily basis have games that I want to go back to. And then on, on YouTube, you know, like obviously we do like the reaction videos and stuff and kind of share the hype and the moments with everyone. But other than that, it's become kind of a discussion based topic as I see fit for Nintendo um, moments, you know, like with Reggie or even just like rumors going on or people getting overworked on rumors and being disappointed when it doesn't happen. It's kind of like there's a lot of stuff that can spark from being too overhyped on something, you know? So it's like kind of just being like, yo, I, I feel you, but we got to get tone it down a little bit, you know? Um, and then other than that, now it's pretty much just representing Nintendo and showing people how fun their games are. Cause I genuinely enjoy it. You know, it's not like one of those things like here's a free product or they don't pay me, but you're getting paid here. Pretend like you're having fun. It's like, no, I'm genuinely having fun, you know? Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's super cool. And do you got why don't you throw out some links real quick? Oh, um, I mean, you guys can find me on YouTube at Miss Click Gaming um, or you can just go to MissClickGaming.com and you will literally be able to find like all my Twitch links, uh, Patreon, Instagram, uh, think my merch site for my stuff. That's all there, too. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What advice? Would you give somebody wanting to start creating their own uh, Nintendo content, gaming content? What advice would you give? Um, I would say draw inspiration from a lot of other content creators that you like. I know there are tons of them. You know, there are podcasts, there are review sites, there are, you know, like critique sites. Find what you like best and kind of like make it your own, you know, Or, or just think of something that's completely not even the same, but in the style that you like of someone else a little bit, you know? And then also just, you know, think about possibly Nintendo is very kind of close knit with its community. So if they you want to kind of create content that if you're wanting to 
you know, like represent Nintendo or constantly or possibly, you know, like be acknowledged by them, you know, like create content that you're proud of and that you think that they would be proud of. Um, and I'm not saying like butt kiss or, you know, like um, over compliment them, but like be genuine and be original and what you see fits with your content and what the message you want to get across as. But, you know, like I would just say overall, especially after everything that's gone on recently, it's just, you know, like find a way to breed positivity and share your love for what you love, you know? That's good advice. It's good advice. Positivity is a, is a, is a plus. It's a plus. It can be hard sometimes. It can be very hard. There, there are many times where I'm like, Meh. <laughs> uh well i'll save it for i'll say i i posted in the smash bros subreddit today mm-hmm. if you guys want to if you want to see what happened just go look at my twitter it was Uh-oh. it was not it was not the most pleasant interaction Uh-oh. With, with people and Uh-oh. i'm like i'm i'm pretty good at like the whole like low-key trolling you know to where yeah. like i can push some buttons without <laughs> Without putting too much effort. Yeah, yeah. very little effort, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Eventually, I had to remove the post, though, because I'm like, I can't handle any more of these downvotes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they're, they're killing my karma, and I'm just trying to talk with them. So, well, I'll talk about it on the Smash Bros. cast, so I'll get into full, all the details. It's, it's pretty cool. Funny. So, um, do you have, like, a favorite piece of content you've created? Something that, like, you know, really stands out to you? I mean... I know that your pinned tweet is a pretty amazing piece of content. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that, uh, for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, that pinned tweet is literally, a, it's, a, it's, it's probably five or six years old at this point, like a video of me at my parents' old place playing uh, the Shire from Lord of the Rings, playing the Shire theme on my ocarina. Cause we were just messing around one night. We had everybody over and we just had like a piano and a guitar and stuff. And I was like, I have my ocarina. Like I can do like a range and a half. And so my sister is obsessed with Lord of the Rings and she was wearing her shirt. So I was like trying to sound it out in my head. And that was just like a throwaway Snapchat video. And I just had it saved to my phone. And I was like, I literally haven't shared this before, you know, and it's been really cool. Like I made some amazing friends actually from people who've seen that tweet. So I didn't even think about like people actually noticed that tweet when when you brought it up. I was like, oh, wow. You know, but um, honestly, and I didn't even mean to really create this. I didn't really create. I think I just um, it was just one of my, my first reaction video. Like I didn't even think that people cared to really go out and search for reactions or, you know, see how other people feel about a specific game that's coming out. But my first video was a reaction to Breath of the Wild's real first cinematic trailer when you got the launch date, the launch date trailer. Mm. And I uploaded that video for my sisters and for my stream because I was playing Overwatch. Someone's like, oh, a new trailer. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch it right now. I'll watch it after stream. You know, I'll post a link or something so you can watch it after. And I think just that's probably my favorite um in the sense that I've had so many amazing people come into my life mm. because of that specific moment. And um, I didn't, I'd always felt kind of alone in how much I loved Nintendo and Zelda in general because, you know, like degrees of separation, but like sometimes in your IRL circles, you're one of the only gamers, I feel like. Um, I understand. Unless, you're, unless your family grew up playing it, you know, but even I felt really alone and just seeing like the internet kind of just start kind of connecting, you know, that was the coolest moment to me that I don't know. I just, I was at work the next day and someone's like, um, you sent us that link and there's already been a couple thousand people watched. And I never thought that people would care. I just didn't love it. God dropping. I love it. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, hey, we're going to wrap this thing up. Okay. So again, just shout out all the links because that's what we do at the very end of the show. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um, again, you can find me at Miss Click Gaming 
on YouTube, all different kinds of videos and highlights and stuff we have coming out now. And usually they're making fun of me. So you can find roasting of me there. Um, and then MissClickGaming.com. It's got all my links there for everybody else. You can find me uh, with my Twitch usernames. And yeah, all the different usernames are going to be uh, optimized later. So yeah, MissClickGaming.com. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that gotta get that branding on point <laughs> i need twitch to forgive me my username dude yes it's an empty account gosh that, dang that's the worst that's <sighs> the worst yeah <laughs> great all right guys you can follow me on twitter twitch instagram facebook snapchat youtube all the places it's at n64 josh everywhere just farmers only all of it it's n64 josh <laughs> so uh <laughs> the show notes for this episode n64josh.com slash npc 190 you can follow this show on twitter at the n powercast all right if you want to email the show npc at n64josh.com i have an email for next episode and we're going to talk indies after the indie direct i played a bunch of indies yeah next episode's going to be big indie focused okay you want to get yourself that free book from audible audibletrial.com slash npc pick up something awesome like blood sweat and pixels the chair i'm sitting in from opc go to n64josh.com slash opc you automatically save ten dollars at checkout patreon.com slash n64josh if you want to help support the content i create and thank you for that everybody that does thank you so much join the discord lots of good people we're just about to we're just about to hit that 1100 uh mark we're so close n64josh.com slash discord come hang out play some games get involved in the community game night get involved in our nes online tournament it's all on that calendar guys n64josh.com slash calendar all right if you're into Facebook, if that's where you like to hang out online, n64josh.com slash Facebook group, you'll find it there. Lastly, if you can rate and review on iTunes, greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I want to just give a huge shout out to everybody that's here live, Pit and Right Flyer, Plumber, uh, Spare Change, Rust Belt Kid, Towboy. So many names I don't recognize. <laughs> so, so glad to have them. There's names I'm going to say wrong. It's I R D W E Y. I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Uh, Junior Shell Shock, guys. So many of you. Thank you for being here live. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye now. <laughs>